I'm Gary. This is Austin. And we are Midwest Mics coming back at you with another episode of Fully Loaded KC uh, here on this Thursday evening, early Friday morning almost. But uh, it's been another big week, man. Been another big week. Uh, big. We're recording on uh, Thursday night. Uh, big thing to come out today, and we'll talk about uh, for most of it, most of this podcast is the NFL schedule. Uh, one, you know, a lot of takeaways, um, a lot of interesting matchups and stuff like that. Um, so we'll talk about that and mm-hmm. how uh, each of our teams uh, kind of uh, uh, kind of stack up uh, on the schedule. Um, it's you know, it's it's one of those times where it's kind of it's uh, you know, you get to a point where it's like oh, you you make these predictions, and some people say, oh, it's too early to make predictions. But we're at the point now where it's not too early. We've yeah, got the, we've got the schedule laid out. We've got the schedule, and the draft is done. And so we kind of know how the teams are all going to shape up. Uh, really, there's only one uh, big free agent really kind of left out there with Cam Newton, mm-hmm. uh, which he may not even be a starter anywhere. Um, other than that, uh, the, the, the rosters are kind of set, and, and we get to talk about kind of what we think the NFL season is going to do. And really, the way everything's going, we really feel like the NFL season is going to happen. Yes. Uh, whether or not there's fans in the stadium is something they're kind of talking about. Uh, I think there will be. Yeah. Um, but so I watched the, you know, pretty much three hours of NFL schedule talk uh, tonight on NFL Network, and everything that they kept saying. They even talked to a guy um, that's on the competition committee. For the NFL, and he said everything that they are hearing is that yes, we will have a season with fans. Um, obviously, they're going to listen to the medical professionals if they say that's not safe. Um, but for now, they're planning on having packed stadiums for the season kickoff uh, in September. I'm excited for that. Um, you know, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna, I'll make it out to at least one Chiefs game this year. I'm not a season ticket holder, so I don't make it out to a bunch of games, and I work a lot. Um, so, but I'll try to do my best, and I'll make it out to a game. Picking a game on the schedule is gonna be a little tough. Chiefs got a lot of good uh, matchups, a lot of fun matchups uh, that that I can make it out to. So, uh, we'll take a look at that, and and uh, and I'll figure out which game I'm gonna go to. I'll have a friend coming down from. Uh, from Nebraska uh, for the Jets game, so that would be really fun. And it's in, it's early November, so not super cold. Probably you know kind of like today, yeah, fifty degrees, forty five degrees. You know, a little wind maybe, but uh, you know, I've been to a lot of cold games, so it, you know, I, yeah. you know, I'll do cold, but I, you know, it's not typically my preference. And and with me coaching high school football, it's tough to go to games early in the season. Just because, you know, going to an NFL game at any NFL stadium is an all-day commitment. And we typically have coaches' meetings on Sundays, so that does make it tough to get out to Arrowhead um, on Sundays. But I usually make it to a game uh, at some point during the season, so we'll just have to see how it goes, uh, how everything works out as far as that goes. But, uh, you know, yeah, we will deep dive into the NFL schedule here in a few minutes. But as we do every week uh, here on the show, I want to kind of recap 
the last dance uh you know who which aired episodes five and six this last weekend so episode five started off with an interview with kobe bryant um which i don't know if eerie is the right word because uh, we just lost him you know here what a month ago two months ago maybe a couple months ago um but uh and, and the big quote that everybody took from him, because they were talking about his first, Kobe's first All-Star game and being the youngest All-Star and, and all those things. And he said that Michael Jordan really mentored him. And without Michael Jordan, we don't get the greatness that is Kobe Bryant. He said, he taught me so much about competition and everything like that. And, and the, the big thing, competition to me was the word of the night. I mean, they showed Michael Jordan flipping quarters to see who could get one closest to the wall with security guards uh, before a game. And, you know, betting $20 on who gets the quarter closest to the wall. So, and, and Kobe, basically the same way, turned everything into a competition. And so I, I think that's a trait of a very driven individual. And, you know, they also talked about Michael Jordan's gambling, and you you have a big quote about that that we talked about. Yeah. Um, oh, oh yeah. That's <laughs> the the gambling. I don't. Competition. I don't. I don't have a gambling problem. I have a competition problem. Uh, was the big quote from Jordan, uh, which uh, kind of speaks to uh, some of the reasons why you hear about his some of his blackjack stuff, some of his golf. Uh, things um, I saw another quote from uh, Roy McElroy uh, 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 McElroy about uh, getting oh, no I'm sorry it's not right Roy, Roy. it's uh, I think it's Dustin Johnson who's talking about getting ready for playing in a uh, in a, like a Masters or something like that and he says the biggest prep he actually could do to get ready is to hit up Michael Jordan and see if he wants to play around. Because Michael's literally down to bet, it, and Michael's a billionaire now. Yeah. Um, so he's literally down to bet any amount of money on any hole, and they said literally that's like the like it's nerve wracking, it's crazy, because you have amount you have money based you know you have money on every hole or shots or whatever. Yeah. And uh, that actually can help some of these pro golf. It helps these pro golfers uh, get ready for some of these tournaments. They hit up MJ, who I'm sure. Michael, Michael's ready. He's ready anytime yeah. to come out and play. I mean, and, and that's the thing. You know, I think the, the point was made, obviously, you know, where he said, I don't have a gambling problem. I have a competition problem. I can quit gambling. But he wants to make everything a competition. You know, whether, like I said, I mean, flipping quarters to see who can get one closest to the wall. Uh, you know, every shot on a golf course. And, you know, you and I have golfed. Neither of us are any good. No, I'm trash. So, you know, golf is not something I typically want to bet at because I know I'm not very good. But he was so driven that he got good, and so he could bet on it. So, you know, it does matter. And, you know, just, I mean, again, The Last Dance, really cool documentary. Uh, episodes 7 and 8 will come on this coming Sunday. And they will cover the time where Michael retired to go play baseball. So more information will come out about that. That, 
you know, the, the average fan doesn't know. And a lot of things is uh, one thing I've heard about actually about Michael playing baseball. Um, he started out just uh, not great. He's all right. They actually said that his uh, – and, and we'll see what happens this Sunday when they talk about it. They actually said that when his uh, his progression, as far as being a baseball player, he actually would have been – actually been a, being a pretty good player. Yeah. Uh, the way he was progressing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which actually isn't surprising. And I also heard some things today on – I don't remember if it was ESPN or Fox Sports, but they were talking about um, – because the, the rumor – was that because of Michael's gambling, the NBA wanted him to step away. David Stern kind of said, hey, I'm going to suspend you, or you can retire and go do something else. Well, today, I think it was Fox Sports I heard it on, but they kind of squashed that. They said Michael had started training for baseball six months before he made the announcement. Yeah. So he, he already kind of had it in his mind that he was thinking about it. And once he found out, that he was good enough to, to kind of make that cut and make the leap and go full-time into it, that he was like, all right, I'm all in, let's go. Yeah, and he was uh, – the thing is, uh, I think when he, he's playing, he's still uh, – when he leaves baseball to go back to basketball, he's still a couple of years at least away from playing major league baseball. Mm-hmm. But, but he was But he pretty, was getting better all the time. He was pretty close to being a, a, a pretty good uh, AAA guy. Um, and of course, played for uh, the White Sox affiliates um, because some of the ties the Bulls have with the White Sox in Chicago and mm-hmm. blah, blah blah. I mean, think of I mean, it, it I never, believe it was the same owner, right? The same owner on both teams. So. Yeah, and the thing is, it, it, and it never happened. Uh, but if it would, uh, if he would have made it up to the majors, I mean, think about the ratings of White Sox. Oh yeah, been. I mean, it's crazy. He would have been, and he would have been with Frank Thomas. I mean, it would have been, it would have been crazy. Um, and I actually, you know, it's going to be interesting because I actually, I know about some of this stuff, but I haven't watched him actually play baseball too much. Uh, so actually this, it'll be kind of cool to see how this all went down and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, one thing about last dance is I'll, I'll, some stuff has come out, but I don't know is last, the last dance stuff. Is there going to be stuff about Washington when he played Washington on there? I'm not sure. That, that'll be really interesting. Yeah, too. I'm not sure how, uh, if I know the, the premise for the thing is kind of the 97, 98 season, but right. they have went back in time. So I don't know if they'll go a little forward in time, uh, you know, past that or not. I haven't seen anything, but we will find out. Like I said, uh, this weekend it's going to be episode seven and eight, and then nine and ten the following weekend. So, and there's one more thing I want to say about comparisons and and talk about between him and Kobe Bryant. Both those guys, honestly, between Jordan and Kobe, should have, I I think, should definitely have more championships. Yeah, um, I can Michael, agree with that. Yeah, for Michael Jordan, uh, it's leaving basketball to go play baseball. And it's also retiring after the 97-98. Uh, I think Jordan could, I don't want to say easily, uh, but Jordan could definitely have two or three more rings. Mm-hmm. And then if Kobe Bryant never never has a kind of an inside team rivalry with Sha- Sha- Shaquille O'Neal, uh, he could probably have two more, two or three more rings as well. Uh, so that's kind of interesting, and it's kind of something to look at for some guys uh, when you think about players that maybe leave leave teams too early or whatever, um, and some of these guys that could get more rings, uh, that's going to be an interesting comparison too. And 
something to talk about. Yeah, and because um, I think they, I think they would have won ninety nine. Yeah, and, and hopefully, sure. hopefully, once you know this COVID thing is over, uh, we are going to have a good friend of our our show, uh, Coach William Harris on. You know, he's a big Jordan guy. Uh, he has several pairs of Jordans. We're going to have him. It's kind of our first guest on Fully Loaded. Introduce him to you guys as our new audience. And, you know, he's a big LeBron guy. Coach Harris is a big Jordan guy. Big time. And, and kind of let them go back and forth. And, and I'll moderate a little bit, you know, after this documentary and see if any of it has changed Austin's mind. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, so far, it, it hasn't. I do think LeBron's better than Jordan. A lot of people like to go, uh, go a little crazy. Uh, but the thing is with me, I'm not saying Jordan's garbage. Uh, not even close. Uh, not even close. I, I I prefer LeBron better. I think if you if you are drafting a team from scratch, the guy you actually take over everybody is LeBron, um, and maybe even the next after that is not even Jordan. It's like Wilt. It's like Wilt after that. But that's a conversation for a different time. Yep. And so it's uh, that's when it gets kind of interesting, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll have that debate uh, uh, sooner than later. I love Coach Harris, so it'll be awesome to kind of talk to him about that stuff. So. Uh, we'll move on. Definitely, yeah. We'll move on here to the NFL draft. Um, or not the draft, the schedule. Excuse me. It is late. Like I said, this is late Thursday night. I've been watching this NFL schedule stuff for hours. They released the schedule for all 256 NFL games coming up this fall, which in a time where we need hope, we want a return to normal. So... Please, I hope these NFL games happen. Um, you know, and we're we're going to get more into the Chiefs in depth, but the Chiefs will kick off the season as has kind of become the tradition with Super Bowl champions opening the season at home on a Thursday night. They'll play the Texans, and you know we'll obviously talk more about that game as we go. But that game will be, I think it was Thursday, September tenth, right here in Kansas City. So. Uh, I will not be attending that game, uh, I can tell you, because we play that Friday night, and so that Thursday we'll have a practice getting ready for, that'll be week two for me uh, as a high school football coach against Shawnee Mission West, so uh, that Thursday night I will not be going to the Chiefs game. I'll be watching it, but I will not be going, but anyway, um, so the NFL season, the schedule has been released. And so we're going to each kind of talk about a couple games that caught our eye, you know, apart from the Cowboys and the Chiefs. Because, you know, he's a big Chiefs fan. Uh-huh. I, I'm a big Chiefs fan because I live here. But I'm also a big Cowboys fan. I got my Cowboys gear on tonight. I have my Cowboys cup. So we are going to talk about those schedules kind of in depth. But for now, let's. Uh, what's your first game? That uh, kind of caught your eye. Well, I'll tell you what. Outside of the Chiefs and Cowboys. Outside, uh, yeah. Outside of any uh, Chiefs or uh, Cowboys game, uh, there's actually, um, and I don't want to steal any thunder because I, I, I know we've talked about this game, but um, to kind of end the season, uh, Week 17 will be an amazing game. Uh, Seahawks will go to the 49ers. Uh, one thing about that is everybody kind of remember last year. Um, that was the game was a, a battle, um, mm-hmm. division game. 
really, really good. Um, I think uh, Seahawks at 49ers week 17 will be really good. I, I can't remember what I, – I was looking at a lot of the games. I don't remember which week the Niners go to the Seahawks. But I do know to close the season, uh, we get Seahawks at Niners, which actually – um, I say, I mean, we'll most likely have a, a playoff implications. Well, last year that that game was the last game of the week. And it was Sunday night football. It was actually in Seattle last year, and it came down to the very last play of the game. Yeah, and those are two teams that are built really, really well. Um, you know, any Chiefs fan wants to talk trash on the Niners, it's fine. It's all good. It's a lot of fun. The Niners are a really, really good team. Super deep, uh, good coach. Um, you know, Chiefs just outcoached Chiefs outcoached the heck out of them uh, in that second half, and then outplayed them too. Uh, mm-hmm. And but the thing is, you got two coaches uh, with Pete Carroll, who's awesome, uh, and then you also have uh, Kyle Shanahan, pedigree, you know, son of a son of a great coach. He's awesome too, great play caller. That is one of the games where I think you you look at your calendar and go, what the heck am I gonna watch? Yeah. Am I going to watch primetime I'm football? Watch it, yes. I am going to watch this game. Um, so for me, uh, week nine, um, Green Bay at San Francisco, which, you know, yes, it's a rematch of the NFC Championship. Last two teams that were remaining on the NFC side. So that's a big game for me that I will be definitely, that will be appointment television to see, you know, Green Bay, that staff's in their second year. San Francisco obviously has the same staff, you know, coming off the Super Bowl uh, loss to the Chiefs. But, uh, you know, that's a big game that that definitely is on my radar. It's a really good game in the NFC Championship. I like that game a lot, too. Uh, You get Rodgers, who's, you know, kind of the way Green Bay drafted this year. Kind of makes you wonder. Kind of makes you wonder if Green Bay is, like, saying, okay, two, three years, you're out. So Rodgers is going to maybe put on a show. Uh, at this point, too, uh, when you kind of look at Rodgers' numbers, um, I mean, saying that, the receivers he has, uh, besides Adams, not great. Not great. So Rodgers has kind of – he's older. He's kind of turned into more of a kind of a game manager kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's still a great quarterback. And then you got him going against Garoppolo, uh, Jimmy G., uh, so it'll be good. That's a great game. And I mean, as and, and the thing is about that game too. When we talk about, I talked about uh, Seahawks, 49ers, Forty uh, ers Green Bay has a lot of playoff implications too. Yeah, because that's two teams that'll be at the top. Um, I mean, we're we're not really predict. This isn't a show where we're predicting uh, division winners or anything like that yet. We will get there though. But at the same time, when you think about NFC North, and you think about a couple of the top teams. NFC, you know, NFC West, Niners are up there, way mm-hmm. up there, and Packers are too. Uh, there's nothing about these teams that make you think that they're going to drop off. Um, you know, the only goofy thing, the only goofy thing between these teams is that Green Bay drafted a quarterback, which is really weird. And you know, will the Super Bowl hangover affect the 49ers? Because I, I mean, you know, we we have seen in recent years where the team that loses that Super Bowl. You know, doesn't really bounce back from it. So, case in point, um, you have Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta couldn't bounce have have still not bounced back from the twenty uh, three comeback <laughs> from Tom Brady. Uh, they haven't bounced back. And when you look at and when you look at Atlanta and when they play their games, 
They literally lose games by seven or less. Mm-hmm. And they and, and they you look at the roster and you go, Man, that's a good roster. What the heck's going on? It's some kind of it's some some kind of hangover deal. Um, Carolina Panthers with Cam Newton had that after they lost to Denver. Yep. Um, you see a lot of some of that these. That was Super Bowl 50, wasn't it? I think so. And, it, I mean, the thing is that some of these teams, just they just don't. They make it there, and if they lose, they don't bounce back. Uh, really, the only team, I mean, one of the major teams in recent memory, uh, as far as, like, the mental hurdle of losing a Super Bowl and coming back and maybe even winning the next year, New England. Mm-hmm. Brady could lose to uh, Philly and then come back and win. Uh, Brady could lose, you know, and, yeah. and that speaks to that speaks to greatness. But that was a totally, I felt like, different situation, too. Yeah, maybe so. I mean, the thing is, uh, not a lot of teams bounce back major. Mm-hmm. Um, Peyton Manning, uh, I think, yeah. a couple, uh, won a couple years later after they ended up losing to Seattle. Um, the, some, the Super Bowl hangover is a real thing. It is a real thing. I so, mean, it's tough. so what's what's another game you're looking forward to? Uh, another game I'm looking forward to, and we're talking not not Chiefs, yeah, not, not, Chiefs Cowboys. not Cowboys. So I'm looking forward to a lot of Chiefs games. Um, the uh, Baltimore Ravens play uh, uh, New England. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have the week written down. I think that's a good game. You have the ultimate coach, uh, who is a defensive schemer with Bill Belichick, uh, going against the uh, you know kind of the uh, uh, the darling. Uh, run game from Baltimore where they designed that offense around Lamar Jackson, who you're a huge, huge Jackson fan. I think he's a good quarterback. I like to talk, I like to talk a lot of trash on him. He's still a good quarterback. And and I don't, I'm not disrespecting Mahomes in any way. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. By by talking about Lamar Jackson. I like to talk, Um, I like to talk trash on Jackson because he was MVP and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but he he didn't get deep in the playoffs. Yeah. Mahomes is, Mahomes right now is the best athlete in the NFL. The thing about Jackson is, and you'll and you'll see it when New England schemes against them and, and some of the other teams with really really good defensive coaches that scheme against them, is that they will really try to force him to to throw deep, mm-hmm. and he's not as, right as of right now. What we've seen, he's not great at throwing deep ball. Will he throw a lot of touchdowns? Yeah, he had thirty six last year. Um, he and run, he'll keep climbing, and he runs the ball a lot. And they have a nice system going on. It's built for him, um, but I I think uh, you know Ravens at Pats is good, even better because it's at New England. And I think New England is, I mean, obviously, um, probably not going to be as good as they were uh, last year with Brady, who is a goat. Um, which is <laughs> Kansas City podcast, so it's kind of crazy to say that, but he's goat for now. Mm-hmm. I think Mahomes, uh, you know, can get there. Has if you uh, speaking of that. We did a whole podcast on quarterbacks that have played in our lifetime since 1983, uh, way back. Um, you know, I, I, it was over a year ago. I can't remember the exact date, but if you uh, go on our website, MidwestMikes.com, you can find all of our audio files, and you can go back and listen to that. So, quick plug there for an older show. You can always go back and listen. Yeah, for sure. And uh, we talked about some of the quarterbacks we think that are great. Yeah, and we do 83 and on just because... That's um, our lifetime. Yeah, and it's a different game too. I yeah. mean, I mean, you know, you guys want to talk about like, well, Bart Starr, and I'm like, it's a different game. Mm-hmm. It's a different game. And, and, no, and again, we're we're not disrespecting those guys that played previous to that. We're just we're just saying it, it was a different game. Yeah, so. yeah, a different anyway, game for sure. But yeah, those are a couple games I'm looking forward to. 
And then, you know, there's, there's, there's a, a you know, um, another one I'm looking forward to is also the Saints um, going to the Bucks, which mm-hmm. uh, I think you got that on your list too, right? I, I don't have Saints Bucks um, on oh. my list. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, but no. Saints Bucks, of course. Um, and the nice thing about um, the nice thing about uh, we talked about this before. The nice thing about where Brady went with Tampa is that we get to see Brady versus Breeze twice, twice, twice a year. Which uh, uh, Gary and I uh, well, will never well, hide our love for Drew Brees. Yeah, Drew Brees. If the Chiefs do not make the Super Bowl, which um, way too early, but oh, that's no, not way too early. But I mean, I, and we'll talk about the record in a different show. I think the Chiefs do make the Super Bowl, um, but if, if for some reason they don't, Drew Brees is my guy. All the stuff he's done for the city, all the stuff he's done in his NFL career. Uh, when you take a look at the guy, when you see the body of work and just what kind of person he is, uh, Drew Brees is an easy guy to cheer for. Mm-hmm. And so I go so, for, I go for Brees. Real quick, because we do need to move on and talk about you know each of our teams. But uh, my other game that I'm looking forward to is Ravens at Steelers, which is always a big game. I'm a defensive coach, and so I like to watch teams that have good defense. I think both of these teams do have really good defenses. And it is the nightcap on Thanksgiving. So I love that there are three football games on Thanksgiving. Oh, me too. Uh, As a Cowboys fan, my family knows that if I'm going to attend the family meal on Thanksgiving, it is going to be done by 3 p.m. Because Dallas will start at 3.30. And I will be in front of a TV at 3.30 watching that game. So... um, you know, I, I usually I'm hit or miss on the first game of the day, which is always Detroit. But uh, I will be watching the Cowboys game, uh, which this year they play the Redskins. But then the nightcap is Ravens at Steelers. Being a huge Lamar Jackson fan and also a fan of defense, uh, you know that that's always a good battle. So that being said, um, we're gonna first move in and talk about the Cowboys schedule. And then we are going to go with the Chiefs' schedule to close the show. So um, Dallas's schedule uh, pops out to me, um, you know, very early on. The schedule's super easy, I feel like. Um, not a lot of playoff teams from the year before on that schedule. You know, I feel like they really have a chance to kind of go 7-1, and one, um, you know, in their first eight games, which would be remarkable. But uh, four games... That stick out to me uh, in this schedule, just as a Cowboys fan. Uh, you know, obviously, week one, they're playing at the Los Angeles Rams, who are opening their new stadium. You know, big game. Now I got to talk about that one. My first big one is week six, Arizona, Monday night. Um, I think Dallas will win that game, but Arizona is much improved. Excuse me, it's a Monday night game. They got the best defensive player in the draft, Isaiah Simmons, mm-hmm. who was a Kansas City kid. Yep. So, and, you know, they're explosive on offense with Kyler Murray and then uh, Hopkins, who they just traded for. So, uh, I'm not saying Dallas walks, you know, in there and, and they can get through this game, have to sleep and win. But I think it'll be a great game, primetime Monday night. Uh, week nine, Pittsburgh. 
you know, Pittsburgh has always been a rival of the Cowboys, you know, going back to the 70s, which is before our lifetime. Yep. But so anytime I see Pittsburgh on the Cowboys schedule, I kind of circle that one right away. Uh, you know, week 13 at Baltimore, it's a Thursday night game in primetime also. Dallas does has five primetime games tied for the most in the league this year. But, uh, you know, me being a Lamar Jackson fan, you know, Baltimore, that's a big game, you know, against a team that is one of the best teams in the AFC. And then finally, week 15, they play San Francisco. And again, longtime rival of the Cowboys. Anytime I see San Francisco on the schedule, I get a little hyped up. Um, you know, so hopefully once this is over, I can go get some new hats and, uh, you know, it, it keep my collection growing of Dallas Cowboy hats. But uh, tonight I'm wearing the one last year, the NFL 100, all white. It's a pretty good hat. But uh, those are four games that, that piqued my interest just glancing through the schedule. What about you? Uh, you know what, and I'll, I'll just, basically what I'll do is I'll just kind of piggyback on what you said about Dallas and uh, some of the, the games they have. Um, each game you listed um, is a fun game to watch uh, for sure. And the reasoning you had behind each game is great. Um, I'll be interested for sure with Arizona. Uh, not only is uh, with my fantasy football team, Kyler Murray is my keeper because uh, I think he's actually going to be – I think he's going to have a nice year this year. Yeah, but you suck at fantasy. So No, that ain't true. Uh, That's not true. You do. I won the, I've won that league before. I have won. Once. I won one. How many times did you won that league? Once. Well, we're the same. Yeah, but I mean, my team was close. I was one game out of playoffs last year. I was garbage last year. Yeah, see. So. But Kyler Murray anyway. is one of my good players. And Kyler Murray uh, also, yeah, I get to keep him for a 12th, which is great. So I'll keep Kyler. Um, but I really like that game. Um, another thing is, too, a lot of the other games you said, um, one, one game we talked about, uh, kind of before, you know, I know we're talking about Dallas right now real quick, uh, just with Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. One reason why I think that game is also really good, um, is two really great coaches, Harbaugh and Tomlin. And that's really nice. We, we lucked out and we get them in the, you know, we get them in the same division. There are two, there are two really well-respected And they got, coaches. they got rings. I mean, these guys got yeah. rings. Um, they they have they they just they know how to put together a good team, so that's really cool. But Dallas Pittsburgh were really nice. Uh, interesting note about Pittsburgh is that um, you know they were a couple games out of making the playoffs last year, which is really interesting because they were starting Mason Rudolph um, for a lot of the year. So it was funny tonight. Um, you know they asked Mike Tomlin about is Big Ben ready? Where's he at? And his rehab and you know, he, he was just basically saying, like, hey, Ben's going to be ready. We're going to get the season going. Mm-hmm. So he, he's trusting that Ben Roethlisberger is going to be ready. And, I mean, obviously it's it's a big question mark. Mike Tomlin's going to know more than you or I will about Ben. But, you know, I, I hope Ben Roethlisberger is ready to start the season because, you know, I, I want each team's best effort. Hall of Famer, right? Yeah, I think Big Ben's a Hall of Famer. Two I don't know time, about first ball, two ballot, time, two-time Super Bowl champion. Yeah, um, big numbers, um, and really uh, one thing about Big Ben and, and the Steelers is that his little guys 
um, between Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. They turned out to be a little bit uh, kind of wrong in the way they've handled their situations. Mm-hmm. Um, Le'Veon Bell goes to the Jets. Not fantastic. Antonio Brown really goes off the deep end, and he's not even in the NFL anymore. Um, those guys were more successful. And actually, I think the Steelers would have been more successful if Bell and Brown um, probably would have stayed with the Steelers instead of complaining about I don't know what because I feel like Tomlin's a player's coach. Um, but, yeah, I think a big question mark is Pittsburgh, too. Be- I mean, Pittsburgh, because, like I said, Big Ben's coming back, and we'll see. I think they won uh, six or seven games last year. I'm not sure year. how many they won last year. But they were, clo- they were close. But, I mean, getting their quarterback back. Oh, know, it's major. I mean, I, I was talking to a good friend. Of, this is a Hall uh, of Famer, man. Good, good friend of ours uh, tonight, earlier, uh, Tony Glass, and we were just talking about injuries and you know, how that can just change the whole face of a team. So, oh, yeah. You know, um, it, it can. Uh, do you need to grab another beer? I am going to go grab another beer, okay. so why don't you talk? Go ahead. I'll talk. I'll keep things rolling. You know, I'll talk more about the, some of these Cowboys games before we do get into the Chiefs' schedule. But, uh, you know, we, we talked about the Pittsburgh, the Monday night game against Arizona, which is early. But, uh, you know, the, the Cowboys start off, like I said, uh, with a very easy schedule, in my opinion. You know, at the L.A. Rams, uh, home against Atlanta. Then at Seattle, I, I think I think the at Seattle game is tough. I'm chalking that up as a loss. That's tough. But then you got three straight home games with Cleveland, the New York Giants, and that, and that Arizona game I talked about. So I really feel like in those six, Dallas has a really good chance to go 5-1. and one. And so I'm kind of leaning on that five and one to start, and we all know in, in football momentum is huge. Mm-hmm. And so you get the 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 staff, the new staff, and then the players start to believe in them because you're five and one. And so I really feel like those first six games definitely are in the Cowboys' favor. So, but enough talk about the Cowboys. Let's get to the main event of the schedule for the NFL this year. And that is the Kansas City Chiefs, the defending Super Bowl champions. And uh, the schedule came out. Um, I kind of looked it up on CBS, had the strength of schedule kind of laid out. Chiefs got 14th easiest schedule, uh, which is kind of crazy. For a Super Bowl champion, yeah. Yeah, because... Uh, you know, in the NFL, typically you are playing a tougher schedule if you have, you know, you won your division and, and XYZ. Um, and actually, the, the way it works out, too, is that we get to play uh, the AFC East. Uh, and then I think we also, I don't know which NFC division we NFC run through. South. So, South, which only. Uh, only the Saints made Only the Saints made playoffs last year. And so. You know, the South is is a really good division. AFC East is kind of coming up. Yeah. And, and, and the Patriots are the, down. So, I mean, it's the, an easier division. With the NFC South, too. I mean, obviously, Tampa Bay got a lot better adding Brady and Gronk. So, I mean, it's a little different division. Atlanta is kind of a question mark to me. You never know what you're going to get. But, uh, yeah. So, 
We'll see. We'll see how it works out. So, what are some games that immediately stuck out to you on this Chiefs schedule? Obviously, the first one uh, that's huge is going to be um, going to Tampa Bay. For me, uh, playing against Tom Brady at Tampa, um, I always kind of like to uh, get a little bit of revenge on Brady uh, for Brady beating us in the AFC Championship. Um, you know. Some people like to talk a little trash on him, you know, and they come up with a little stuff on Brady. I like Tom Brady. I don't care. I like Tom Brady. Tom Brady's goat for now. Uh, I like Tom Brady. So I'm not talking, it ain't nothing like that. I'm thinking like, man, this is going to be a really nice afternoon game. Mahomes versus Brady at Tampa Bay, which one thing about Chiefs going to Florida, we typically don't win. So it's going to be a tough game. Uh, and, and something that, you know, a lot of people don't think about. That game is later in the season. It's week 12. Right. And so the humidity will not be as bad in Florida. Which, which is awesome. I mean, it, it does help the players. And the players think about these things. I mean, that's one thing Dion, you know, kept talking about tonight on the uh, show on the NFL Network is he always looked at the matchups and then he looked at the weather. So, you know, he, he didn't want to play in cold games, and he didn't want to play in real hot games. So, you know, if, if I'm uh, at the Cowboys, when, when do we have to go to Buffalo? When do we have to go to Florida? When, when are we at home in our controlled environment? So, anyway, um, yes, that, that game uh, was one that I had written down, too, that stuck out to me, obviously, Mahomes who is the most electric player in the NFL right now versus a guy that, that we both agree is the GOAT of quarterbacks, Tom Brady. So what? how will that matchup go down? Yep, and uh, we'll see. I mean, I hope the Chiefs go down there and just whoop them 52-0. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I think uh, uh, Tampa Bay is interesting because literally uh, their defense is, was fifth best, fifth best in the league. And their quarterback threw 30 interceptions. Brady's not going to throw 30 interceptions. He's going to throw, nah, he's going to throw like eight. I mean, he showed us basically mm-hmm. what he is. He's a, he's a 26 touchdown uh, to seven or eight inter- interception guy right now because he's a he's a he's probably the best at this point in his career. He's the best game manager there is in the in there. So that's going to be an amazing game. Um, another another great game. Uh, you know what? And I won't touch on division games. Um, division games are always really fun. Uh, playing Drew Locke will be really fun. Drew Locke's from KC. Um, I actually think that uh, AFC West is kind of, I feel like they're a little bit down right now. Raiders might take a couple steps forward maybe. Um, they actually looked kind of decent last year. Uh, Chargers are rolling with uh, Tyrod Taylor. Maybe Justin Herbert. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know about that. And then the uh, and then Broncos got Drew Locke, and Drew Locke's pretty hyped up. And, and he is a Kansas City guy. Kansas City Kansas guy. Kid, went to Lee Summit High School. I can't, you know, the thing is I can't I can't cheer for him because I want the Chiefs to win the division. Um, so I, I really don't want them to win a lot of games because uh, I want the Chiefs to have the easiest way possible to win the division because the goal of the season, Andy, you know, Andy Reid's a guy like that, win your division. Mm-hmm. You win your division and make playoffs. So, you know, I'm not all about that. Um, uh, another big one is week three, uh, going to play Baltimore. Is a huge game. Yep. Uh, probably should have, you know, probably could have or should have been um, the NFC or the AFC Championship game. 
Uh, would have been really nice. Ravens, uh, Chiefs. Wasn't so. Uh, didn't happen. You know, Ravens couldn't. Uh, the thing about Lamar Jackson is he's got to develop his deep ball. Uh, if he really wants to take him deep in the playoffs, because basically, if the Ravens get down at all last season, they're not coming back because he don't have a deep ball yet. We'll see if he does. Mm-hmm. Week three would be a big uh, telltale sign of where the season's kind of going. Now, I will say this, if it, Chiefs fans, if we go to Baltimore and we lose a road NFL game in Baltimore, it's not the end of the world. You know, we're not, not going to be that, there. That, that game's a prime time game. Big time. Uh, so is that a Sunday night or a Monday night? I don't know. 28th? I'm not sure. Uh, it looks like maybe Monday. Yeah, I think it's it goes Monday from, night. Because yeah. it goes from 20 to 28. So, so it's yeah. probably Monday night. Monday night game. Here's the deal. I'm telling you guys, if we lose this game, it's not the end of the world. And Mahomes actually is... And it's game three. And it's game three. And the really crazy thing about Mahomes is that in prime time, he's actually not amazing in the first half. Second half he is. Yeah. First half he's not for some reason. I don't know. But this so, guy, you know, yeah. he's legit. But that's not a big one. So what's a big game for you for Chiefs? Um, you know, that, that week one game versus the Texans, obviously... You know, because it, it's the first one of the entire NFL season. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, the last time the Texans were here, the first half did not go so well. Uh, I was actually at your house watching that game. Uh, hey, I'll tell you what. And uh, you did not lose hope. Tell, I, yeah. I, I will say that. every Most everyone, I won't say everyone, most everyone inside of your house left the room. They started doing other things. Some of the women were in the kitchen talking because that's what women do but uh you know you and i stayed watching the game i was kind of cracking some jokes you know i was calling the chiefs a little bit i was calling the comeback you did you actually put money more money on bovada yes on the chiefs yes to come back and win the game yes because you were like we got the best quarterback in the land so we're good I mean, it's fine. It, it also helps. So the re- another reason why I probably bet more money is because I was I was I was a few beers in. Ooh, so, shocker! Yeah, big shocker. I was a few um, beers in, and I was I was pretty hyped about that. But yeah, that'll be a good game. You did. It, it will be a good game. Be fun so game. Um, the next one for me was Week Four, New England. You know, a lot of people are saying Tom Brady left New England. They're not going to be very good, but New England's going to be fine. I, I still I know this isn't a prediction show. But right now, today, as we record this, I feel like New England still wins that division. You know, that's an argument for another time. But I still think New England is going to be really good. I'm not saying they're going to come to Kansas City and win that day. But that's a game that definitely is exciting to me to watch New England versus Kansas City. And to not get too deep on predictions, uh, one thing you have to look at when you look at straight-up numbers is uh, Belichick has to replace, um, as far as his quarterback goes, he has, re- he has to replace 26 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. Can he put a quarterback in his system that will kind of rep- rep- replicate that? Now, if you get a little bit, you know, a little bit more deep into it, um, are his numbers sometimes based on some play action stuff where teams are a little bit afraid that Brady's going to beat him deep or whatever. I don't know. But the thing is, as far as the straight up numbers go, he has to replace. Yeah. Yeah, I'll quote me on the 26. It might be like 28. But, anyways, 
It's not it's not insane quarterback numbers. So if he can actually put a guy in that will re- kind of replicate Jared what, Stidham, it'll be. I think it will be. It'll be Stidham. Yeah. If he can put a guy in that will kind of replicate that. I mean, Stidham's Stidham, gonna be fine. Stidham, Stidham played at Auburn, so he played big time college football. He he gets it. Like it's Belichick. Yeah, and Belichick. I feel like you know. I know that they probably haven't had the face to face contact that Belichick would have liked, but I'm sure with technology they've had Zoom or you know what whatever they've they've used technology to have meetings and they know what each other want. So I, I think Stidham will be fine. Um, so week four, New England. Uh, the game you talked about at Tampa, November twenty ninth, big time. You know, big time ratings. Mahomes. Big time ratings. Yes. And then week fifteen at New Orleans. Love um, two of my favorite quarterbacks. Or actually, New. No, yeah, is it at New Orleans? Uh, or is New Orleans coming? No, yeah, it's at, at New Orleans. It's, a, it's at, at New Orleans. Orleans. Okay, I wrote it down wrong. But yeah, at New Orleans. Um, big time, big Breeze fan, big Mahomes fan. So two two dueling quarterbacks there going back and forth. Going to be awesome. So. I mean, those are my Chiefs games. You got any more Chiefs games? Uh, you know Circled? what? All of them. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I'm down for the NFL season. Honestly, I'm ready to go. Um, another thing I'll, I'll say is when you kind of see how this uh, – we're not doing – we are – I mean, this is not the prediction show. Yeah. We will do a predictions are gonna prediction kinda, show. Predictions are going to kind of cut them out and kind of what we're talking about. But when they talk about, you know, do you think the Chiefs are going to win the division – my answer is yes, I do. Between the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Raiders, and the Broncos, who do I think has the better team? Who do I think is is more ready to kind of step up and win the AFC West? It's it's Kansas City. Um, as far as being a more complete team and bringing 20 of 22 starters back, I really feel like KC is going to do it. I think they're going to win the division again, playoffs again. Which is no surprise because we do have Andy Reid, and he and he you know he'll make. That's the playoffs. what he does. He makes playoffs. Whether it was with Alex Smith, which we didn't talk about his documentary at all, which uh, I haven't watched yet. I, I haven't, haven't recorded, watched it, but I'm going to. I've so heard, we'll, we'll talk about that next week. Talk about next week. I'll watch it too. I've heard that it is is really really good. And if you weren't an Alex Smith fan before. You are now. Yeah. And I mean, and today he, was his 36th birthday. He's and my they, guy. They showed some video of him working out. And by the way, if he does come back and play for Washington, uh, they're going to win the division. <laughs> I don't think he'll play football again, personally. Probably but, not. Uh, you know, that year they were in first place in the division. Uh, yeah, they were like four, five, and, five and two or something yeah, like that. So. And they did it. But, but yeah. But yeah. Um, so the Chiefs season. You know, like I said, we'll do a prediction show later, closer to when the NFL is actually going to start. And then during the season, we do weekly power rankings um, of the top 10. Just uh, we don't do all 32. Maybe if you guys want to see all 32, maybe we'll start doing that. Maybe we'll put that on Twitter because yeah. honestly, I don't know how many people want to uh, really, really care too much. Yeah, to listen uh, all 32. To listen to like why I rank somebody 28. Yeah. Um, but we'll, maybe we'll put like full 32 lists on. Twitter yeah, we, we do like go into detail with, with the top 10 is what we've done in the past, and we'll continue to do that. Um, again, this week, we don't have a put your money where your mouth is segment unless you have one. I don't because there's nothing to bet on. Right, right there's now. nothing to bet on. So, But if you guys have ideas, um, 
you know, uh, something to bet on. Maybe you want to see us throw quarters like Michael Jordan and those guys are doing. Uh, tweet us at Midwest Mites and let us know about all that, and we'll try it. But you know, the, the Chiefs' schedule is going to be really good. Um, you know, they got a Week Ten bye, which is is really good. It's kind of in the middle of the season, so it's good for that. Um, other good news this week. My barber is reopening on Saturday. So you can finally get this kind of... Yes. Uh, so this is, is not going away, but it's going to be cleaned up. Uh, and my hair. Uh, there's a lot of gray, you know, because I'm uh, distinguished. I'm not going to say old. I'm distinguished. Distinguished gentleman. So I'm going to get cleaned up this weekend on Saturday. I have an appointment at 9 a.m. So he texts... Excuse me. My barber texted me, said, hey, I'm opening on Saturday. I said, what time can I come? He said, uh, 8.30 or 9. I said, 9 a.m. I'm there. So, boom, 9 a.m. I'll be there. Getting trimmed up. Uh, you know, and I'll look uh, a little more scholarly after this. <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. Get some of that gray cut out of the beard. Yeah, get, get it trimmed up and, you know, it'll look a lot better uh, when it's not so full. But, anyway, you got anything else today? That's it. All right. Well, I am Gary. This is Austin. And we are Midwest Mikes, and this has been Fully Loaded KC, and we'll see you next week. Fifteen minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Es mejor llegar tarde a casa que nunca volver a llegar. Es mejor llegar tarde al trabajo que nunca volver a trabajar. Y es mejor recoger tarde a tus hijos que nunca volver a recogerlos. Llegar tarde a donde vayas por esperar a que pase el tren es mucho mejor que arriesgar tu vida tratando de ganarle el paso. Por algo existe el dicho, más vale tarde que nunca. Alto, el tren no para. Mensaje de Nitzel.